What's up, MLB Morning Coffee listeners? We have our first sponsor. Please welcome to the show, Sit Stay Paul. Is there a better feeling than walking through the door and seeing your dog so excited to see you? There really is nothing better than a happy, healthy dog. Sit Stay Paul, Boston-based dog treat company, focused on all natural, healthy ingredients, is dedicated to helping dogs live happier, healthier lives. At Sit Stay Paw, they treat dogs as part of the family and understand you do too. That's why they use the highest quality all-natural ingredients in each dog treat. Each recipe has been developed along board-certified veterinary nutritionists and is packed with the flavors your dog loves and the nutrition they need. Stocking stuffer ideas? Do your friends have dogs? Sit Stay Paw's Blueberry Pancake Chewies are made with real blueberries full of antioxidants, fiber, and vitamin C and K the perfect stocking stuffer dip for your friendly pooch. Their carob chip chewies are a natural sweet treat your dog will love, full of vitamins A, B, D, calcium, iron, magnesium, everything your dog needs. For the next four weeks, listeners can go to sitstaypaw.com. That's www.sitstaypaw.com. And on Facebook and Instagram, at sitstaypaw. And use code MLBCOFFEE. That's right, MLBCOFFEE. For 10% off your first order. Take a pic, throw it on the gram, get your dog on the Sit Stay Paw Instagram. Sit Stay Paw, go get your dog a treat. Now, on with the show. We welcome you inside the Ocean Avenue studios for another edition of MLB Morning Coffee. Brought to you by Sit Stay Paw. Go to sitstaypaw.com to receive 10% off your first order when you use the promo code MLBCOFFEE. That's 10% off your first order when you use the promo code MLBCOFFEE. My name is Greg Moraz. As always, it is a pleasure to bring you another edition of this show. Make sure you write a review, leave a rating, and subscribe. Helps out our metrics tremendously. Also, make sure that you tell your friends about the show. And also make sure that you support our sponsors over at Sit Stay Paw. If you have a dog, I highly recommend that you get some of their goodies that we talked about in the open to this show. We have a couple of things to talk about today. First and foremost, I am a minor league baseball guy through and through. I started this podcast because... I wanted to connect with the baseball world after spending five years as a part of minor league baseball organizations. Now, I will say this. Having a franchise disaffiliated does not mean that that franchise is ceasing operations. That is not what is happening in the majority of these situations where teams are being disaffiliated. However, leagues are going to be changing, affiliation structures are changing, and thus you are going to see a very drastic change to the landscape of minor league baseball and player development in the sport of baseball. So this is how we are going to do this. I'm going to go through the Major League Baseball Parent Club and their affiliates from AAA down to low A. I want to talk about what's the same, what's different, and what is noticeable amongst the affiliation structure for each of these teams. Now, for those of you that are here for Major League Baseball talk, I promise you we are going to have Major League Baseball talk on this episode. But Minor League Baseball has had such a big impact on me 
and on millions of others that have worked in baseball, have followed baseball, that have gone to baseball games, whether it be at the major league level or in the smaller communities across the Midwest, the South, the Northeast, and everywhere in between. It is important for us to discuss this because this is a monumental change in how things are being done. I disagree with the process that Major League Baseball has gone through in order to get to this conclusion because there are 42 organizations that are no longer affiliated minor league baseball organizations. Now, most of those organizations are still going to have baseball, but it is worth noting that short season affiliated baseball is no more. The Pioneer League is now an independent league. The Appalachian League is now a collegiate wood bat league. Part of the New York Penn League is also a collegiate wood bat league. Part of that league got to join the new High A Mid-Atlantic League. And part of that league has been left out entirely. And after we go through the affiliation structure of each Major League Baseball team, we are going to talk about what the leagues are going to look like. So I want to get through this first, highlight the teams that have been left out of this, and then talk about the new leagues that are going to form, especially at the high A level, because there's a lot of things that are going to be different about high A baseball, especially on the East Coast, compared to what it was just a year ago. All right, we're going to start alphabetically with the Arizona Diamondbacks as our first team that we go through. However, I do think it's very intriguing that the Diamondbacks actually had two of the more significant changes in this structure. At the AAA level, it is going to be the Reno Aces. They have been the Diamondbacks AAA affiliate. The AA affiliate is going to be the Amarillo Sod Poodles of the Texas League. The High A affiliate is going to be the Hillsboro Hops of the Northwest League. And the Low A affiliate is going to be the Visalia Rawhide of the California League. The California League is now a Low A League. The Northwest League is now a High A League. Hillsboro was previously affiliated with the Diamondbacks in the short season Northwest League, so they elect to take that as their high A affiliate instead of the Kane County Cougars, who were their previous low A affiliate in the Midwest League, and were going to end up moving up to high A. But Kane County, and this is really sad because I worked in the Midwest League and Kane County was one of my favorite ballparks. The Kane County Cougars were not offered a spot in affiliated baseball moving forward. That, to me, was one of the biggest shocks. Northwestern Medicine Field in suburban Chicago in a town called Geneva is just one of the most absolutely breathtaking ballparks you'll find at the minor league level. It was one of my favorite places to go in all of minor league baseball. And the fact that that ballpark is not going to have affiliated baseball anymore is incredibly sad. My heart goes out to everybody in that organization, to everybody that works at that ballpark, whether it be full-time or as a game day employee. And my heart especially goes out to my friend Joe Brand, who has been their broadcaster since 2014. Joe is an all-time great guy. He is one of my favorite people that I've ever had a chance to work around. Joe hosts a baseball podcast. It's called the Baseball from Home Podcast. He does it with his friend Connor McKnight. I highly recommend that you go and listen to that podcast, especially if you're a fan of Chicago baseball. The other changes at the AA level, where the Diamondbacks will be moving out of Jackson, Tennessee, where they were affiliated with the Jackson Generals, 
who were the AA affiliate of the Diamondbacks since 2017 and now affiliating with the Amarillo Sod Poodles in the AA Texas League. The Jackson Generals were once known as the West 10 Diamond Jacks. They were famously a Cubs affiliate before they were a Mariner affiliate and then a Diamondback affiliate. They will no longer be a part of affiliated baseball. My good friend Brandon Liebhaber was once the broadcaster there, and Brandon has not worked there since 2017, but I know that he has some very fond memories from his time in Jackson. Worth noting that there were only two AA franchises that were AA franchises in 2019 and 20 that did not make the cut going forward. That was the Jackson Generals and the Trenton Thunder, who we talked about a little bit earlier in shows where we have talked about minor league baseball affiliation switches and league changes. So we'll move on to the Atlanta Braves. Their AAA will be in Gwinnett, Georgia, their AA in Pearl, Mississippi, their high A in Rome, Georgia, their low A in Augusta, Georgia. Here is the change. The Rome team is going to be part of the Mid-Atlantic League. They were previously a part of the South Atlantic League with the Augusta Green Jackets, who are now their low-A affiliate. Rome is going to be in this very wonky Mid-Atlantic League, which we'll explain at the end of the show. But for the Braves, the only new affiliate that they add is the Augusta Green Jackets, who were previously affiliated with the San Francisco Giants. Gwinnett stays the same, Mississippi stays the same, Rome stays the same, except they move up one level. The affiliate that gets eliminated from the Brave system is the Florida Fire Frogs. They were having severe facilities issues down in Kissimmee, Florida. They actually did not have a home set for the 2020 season. They were going to play the season at the Braves Spring Training Facility in North Park, Florida, obviously with the 2020 season never happening. They never had to worry about that operationally. So it is more than likely that the Florida Fire Frogs will cease operations in whatever entity, or rather I should say to the scale that they still had any operations. I will note that we talked about the Diamondbacks as the first one. They affiliated in AA with the Amarillo Sod Poodles, who were previously with the San Diego Padres. We'll get to some of those changes when we get further down the list. But at least for now, I will talk about the present changes and where those teams went in the past rather than where the new teams were previously. I think that's a good way for us to organize how we're going to do this episode. So we move on to the Baltimore Orioles. Not much change here, but just a change in regards to structure. The Norfolk Tides will remain their AAA affiliate. The Bowie Bay Sox will remain their AA affiliate. The Aberdeen Ironbirds will become their high A affiliate. They were previously the New York Penn League affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles and owned by Ripken Baseball. The Delmarva Shorebirds will remain their low A affiliate as a part of the South Atlantic League. The Aberdeen Ironbirds will go into the new Mid-Atlantic League. What changes? The high A Frederick Keys are no more. They are going to be the sixth team in the MLB Draft League. So remember we did the episode last week about the MLB Draft League and that there was going to be a sixth team added. Well, that sixth team is the Frederick Keys, the former high A affiliate in Frederick, Maryland, of the Baltimore Orioles. So the Aberdeen Ironbirds, who were affiliated with the Orioles at the short season level, move into the Mid-Atlantic League. Everything else stays the same. 
Moving on to the Boston Red Sox. The AAA affiliate will be the Worcester Red Sox, who relocated from Pawtucket after the 2020 season, or rather, after what should have been the 2020 season. So they are no longer in Pawtucket, but that is the same franchise. The AA affiliate will be the Portland Sea Dogs. The high A affiliate will be the Greenville Drive. And the low A affiliate will be the Salem Red Sox. The only thing that really changes here is high A and low A. Greenville was a part of the South Atlantic League. They now move into the high A Mid-Atlantic League. The Salem Red Sox were a part of the high A Carolina League. They will now move into the low A South Atlantic League. And basically, and none of this is really official yet, but it seems like the Carolina League is no more. So the High A Carolina League has now become the High A Mid-Atlantic League, so there technically is no more Carolina League. But the teams are still the same, it's just Greenville and Salem are flipped. We go to the Chicago White Sox where nothing changes. Their AAA remains in Charlotte, their AA remains in Birmingham, their High A remains in Winston-Salem, and their Low A remains in Kannapolis. Winston-Salem moves from the High-A Carolina League to the High-A Mid-Atlantic League. Kannapolis stays in the Low-A South Atlantic League. Everything stays the same with the White Sox. For the Chicago Cubs, most things stay the same. It's just the levels of which are changing. The AAA team is still the Iowa Cubs. The AA team, the Tennessee Smokies. The High-A team is going to be the South Bend Cubs, and the Low-A team is going to be the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. The South Bend Cubs were the low-A team, but now they're the high-A team. The Myrtle Beach Pelicans were the high-A team, now they're the low-A team. They will be in the South Atlantic League. The Cincinnati Reds, nothing changes except for positioning. The Louisville Bats will be the AAA, the Chattanooga Lookouts will be the AA, the Dayton Dragons will be the high-A, and the Daytona Tortugas will be the low-A. The Florida State League goes to low-A, that's where Daytona is. The Midwest League in high-A, that's where Dayton is. A lot of people thought that the Chattanooga Lookouts were going to be cut as an affiliated team, but they are spared by Major League Baseball and will remain a Cincinnati Reds AA affiliate. Let's go to the Cleveland Indians. Again, everything here stays the same, just positioning. AAA will be the Columbus Clippers, AA the Akron Rubber Ducks, High A the Lake County Captains, Low A the Lynchburg Hillcats. High A was Lynchburg, now it's Low A. Low A was Lake County, now it's High A. The Colorado Rockies. This is where it gets a little bit interesting. AAA and AA remain the same. The AAA affiliate, the Albuquerque Isotopes. The AA affiliate, the Hartford Yard Goats. The new High A affiliate of the Rockies is the Spokane Indians of the Northwest League. And the new Low A affiliate is the Fresno Grizzlies of the California League. We'll start with the Spokane Indians. Formerly the short-season affiliate of the Texas Rangers, they will now be the high-A affiliate of the Colorado Rockies. The low-A situation here is where things got complicated. The California League went from being a high-A league to a low-A league. The Fresno Grizzlies were previously the AAA affiliate of the Washington Nationals, they were then told that they had to drop into the California League because they were jettisoned from AAA baseball when Major League Baseball added independent league teams to the AAA structure. I will get to that in a little bit because independent league teams came into the fold now as AAA teams. But 
in the situation regarding the Fresno Grizzlies, when the list first came out on Wednesday, it was only 119 teams because the city of Fresno and Major League Baseball had not yet decided whether or not the Fresno Grizzlies were going to accept an invitation into the Low A California League, given that they had been a AAA affiliate for years prior. If the Fresno Grizzlies had not accepted the invitation, that invitation would have gone to the Lancaster Jethawks, who were previously the high A affiliate of the Colorado Rockies. So the Rockies decided that they would go to Lancaster if Fresno said no. Fresno, after a delay, eventually said yes, and that means that the Lancaster Jethawks are out of the California League, which is very sad because since the end of the 2016 season, you now have three teams that have departed the California League, the Bakersfield Blaze and the High Desert Mavericks in 2016, and now the Lancaster Jethawks after the 2020 season. A shout-out to my good buddy Jess Canaster, who works as the video operations coordinator down there. He's a great guy, and I really hope that Lancaster finds a way to stay in business as a baseball franchise. Jess has worked incredibly hard, and I hope that the people down there are going to be able to still enjoy baseball. And I will say that there is a bit of a messed-up aspect in terms of how the California League is going to work in terms of travel and in terms of their divisions. I will get into that a little bit later on. It is worth noting also that the Asheville Tourists were the previous low-A affiliate of the Colorado Rockies. We're going to get to them in just a moment after we talk about the Detroit Tigers. Everything pretty much stays the same for the Tigers. They remain in Toledo at AAA. They remain in Erie at AA. They remain in West Michigan, and they remain in Lakeland, Florida. West Michigan now the high-A team. Lakeland, Florida, now the low-A team. The Houston Astros, this is where things get a little bit weird. The new AAA affiliate of the Astros is the independent Sugarland Skeeters who were purchased by the Astros out of the Atlantic League. The AA affiliate remains the Corpus Christi Hooks. The high-A affiliate is the Asheville Tourists, and the low-A affiliate are the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. So the Asheville Tourists move from low-A South Atlantic League to high-A Carolina League, and they are the new high-A affiliate of the Houston Astros. The Fayetteville Woodpeckers move from the Carolina League into the South Atlantic League. The Sugarland Skeeters basically are an affiliated team because the Astros bought them. The Astros wanted to have controlling interest in their AAA team, the Astros already owned Corpus Christi, their AA team. They already owned the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. So they wanted to own another team. Their previous AAA affiliate, the Round Rock Express, they were not going to be able to buy, or rather, there was no discussions to buy them. So they decided to buy the Sugarland team, which, and I'm going to look it up on a map because I'm not exactly sure how far away Sugarland is from Houston but I do believe that Sugarland is a lot closer to Houston than Round Rock is. Round Rock is closer to Austin, Texas. Sugarland is a lot closer to Houston, Texas, at least I believe, as I'm trying to be able to kill some time while my map loads and gives me a distance. Oh, it's 26 minutes. That's it? 26 minutes? Well, it makes all the sense in the world. The Astros get their AAA affiliate basically next door. 
Moving on now to the Kansas City Royals. The Royals are going to be in Omaha in AAA, where they were before, Northwest Arkansas in AA, where they also were before. This is also where things get a lot different. Their previous high A and low A affiliates were the high A Wilmington Blue Rocks and the low A Lexington Legends. Their new high A affiliate is going to be the Quad Cities River Bandits in the Midwest League, previously the Astros low A affiliate, And their new low-A affiliate is going to be the Columbia Fireflies, previously the New York Mets low-A affiliate. So, the changes here are that Quad Cities moves up to high-A, becomes the Royals high-A affiliate. The Lexington Legends have been contracted out of affiliated minor league baseball, which is why the Royals will be going to Columbia instead. I feel bad for everybody that works in Lexington. I've heard great things about that ballpark. The Lexington Legends were one of the teams that was initially on Major League Baseball's 42 cut list that came out a year ago. They unfortunately remained on that list. It seemed like that the Quad Cities River Bandits wanted to be away from the Houston Astros. The Kansas City Royals wanted to be more centrally located to their other affiliates, which is why they decided to go with the High A Midwest League instead of staying in Wilmington. The Wilmington Blue Rocks are going to be a high-A affiliate, just not a high-A affiliate of the Kansas City Royals. We go next to the LA Angels. AAA will remain in Salt Lake City. The AA team was supposed to be the Rocket City Trash Pandas in 2020, formerly the Mobile Bay Bears. They will stay in Rocket City going into 2021. That ballpark has yet to open. The Tri-City Dust Devils of the Northwest League are the new high-A affiliate of the Los Angeles Angels. They will be replacing the Inland Empire 66ers as the Angels' high-A affiliate. The 66ers will be the new low-A affiliate of the Angels in the California League. They replace the Burlington Bees as the Angels' low-A affiliate. The Bees were not extended an invitation into affiliated minor league baseball going forward. I feel bad for everybody that works in Burlington. That is a really fun ballpark. That is a really fun town. Really dedicated fans. Probably one of my favorite trips in the Midwest League. Also, their hotel is a casino, and I won a lot of money playing blackjack there on a couple of trips. Full disclosure to any former Clinton Lumber King employees who listen to this podcast. Shout out to you, Tyler Oman, because I know that you're probably listening Yes, I was in that casino almost every night that we were in Burlington. And I was very successful most nights in Burlington. One thing of note also in regards to the Angels' new high-A affiliate. The Tri-City Dust Devils were supposed to be on the cut list. However, they were able to strike a new ballpark deal with the city in order to keep baseball in the Tri-Cities, which is in eastern Washington, The best city I can give in terms of geographic location is Pullman, Washington, home of the Washington State Cougars of the Pac-12 Conference. With Tri-Cities remaining in the Northwest League, the Boise Hawks were contracted out of the Northwest League, a surprise to many in this minor league baseball shift. The Hawks then announced that they were joining the Pioneer League, the recently independent Pioneer League, where they will be the ninth team to join that league. I don't know how you're going to do a league with nine teams because that means that one team is not going to play every single day. I assume that they are going to try to add a 10th team or maybe the Orem, soon-to-be Northern Colorado Owls, 
will not play in 2021 so that they can get their new facility ready and they will have 10 teams in 2022. That is something that remains to be seen. So now we go to the LA Dodgers. Things pretty much remain the same here. Triple-A Oklahoma City, double-A Tulsa, high-A Great Lakes, and low-A Rancho Cucamonga. Great Lakes and Rancho Cucamonga flip levels, Great Lakes to high-A, Rancho Cucamonga to low-A. Now the Miami Marlins. This is where things have also gotten different. Their new AAA affiliate is going to be the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. The Jumbo Shrimp were previously the Marlins' AA affiliate, and the Marlins' prior AAA affiliate, the New Orleans Baby Cakes, moved to Wichita, where they were supposed to open this season as the Marlins' AAA affiliate, the Wichita Wind Surge. The Jumbo Shrimp are the only new AAA team that previously existed as an affiliated team. So they are the AA team they go to being the AAA team. The Pensacola Blue Wahoos are now the Marlins' AA team. The Blue Wahoos were previously the Minnesota Twins' AA team. So the Marlins stay in the Southern League and have their Southern League affiliate from prior years go up to AAA. The new high-A affiliate of the Miami Marlins is the Beloit Snappers, who were previously the low-A affiliate of the Oakland A's. The Snappers are going to step into a brand-new ballpark in Beloit, Wisconsin that is being built by the same ownership group that owns their new double-A affiliate, the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, which is why the alignment makes sense. The low-A affiliate is going to be the Jupiter Hammerheads, who are at the Marlins Spring Training Facility in Jupiter, Florida. They were previously the high-A team. They are now the low-A team. The Marlins' prior Midwest League affiliate was the Clinton Lumber Kings, who were my first job out of college, and the Lumber Kings were not extended an invitation to remain in affiliated baseball. This breaks my heart because affiliated baseball has been in Clinton since 1954. The Lumber Kings were the lone remaining charter member of the Midwest League. There had been baseball in Clinton in the iterations of the Midwest League since 1937. Baseball has been in Clinton, pro baseball has been in Clinton for over 80 years at this point. And now it is being taken away at least at the affiliated level. I don't know what the Lumber Kings are going to do. I know that they will remain a baseball organization moving forward. GM Ted Torno is one of the hardest working people you'll ever get to meet. The people that live there, that love that team, are absolutely heartbroken. I hope that they find an amicable solution to keep baseball in Clinton, Iowa, because it deserves to stay in Clinton, Iowa. The Lumber King staff works incredibly hard to put on a great product every single season. And my heart goes out to Ted Torno, Andrew McKay, and everybody that works around that organization. Brad Seward, the public address announcer. Scott Damhoff, who works tirelessly as the utility man of that organization. And everybody else involved that helps make Lumber King's baseball the entertaining product that it is every single year. My heart goes out to everybody in Clinton, Iowa. You did not deserve this fate bestowed upon you. Now we move on to the Minnesota Twins. The new Minnesota Twins AAA affiliate is the St. Paul Saints, the wacky team owned by Bill Murray and Mike Veck. 
of the Independent American Association, now the AAA affiliate of the Minnesota Twins, just outside of Minneapolis. Also worth noting that the Twins bought an ownership stake in the St. Paul Saints. Unlike the Astros, they did not purchase a majority stake in the team, but they did purchase a minority stake in the team, which is why the partnership makes sense. At the AA level, the Twins' new AA affiliate is the Wichita Wind Surge, who were supposed to debut in 2020 as the AAA affiliate of the Miami Marlins. The Wind Surge were supposed to be in the Pacific Coast League. Now, they are going to be in the AA Texas League. So the Wind Surge go from being AAA of the Miami Marlins without ever having played a AAA game to the AA of the Minnesota Twins. The previous Twins AA affiliate was the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, who are now with the Marlins. The high A affiliate is the Cedar Rapids Colonels, who were previously the low A affiliate of the Twins in the Midwest League, and the low A affiliate is the Fort Myers Miracle, who were the high A affiliate of the Twins when the Florida State League was a high A league. So that's the changes for the Minnesota Twins organization. Pretty significant to many. I will be very curious how the St. Paul Saints and the way that they run their operation will go over in AAA baseball. Now to the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers' new AAA affiliate is going to be one of their old AAA affiliates, the Nashville Sounds, who they were affiliated with until 2014. The AA affiliate remains in Biloxi, Mississippi with the Biloxi Shuckers. The high A affiliate is the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers of the Midwest League. The Carolina Mudcats will move into the South Atlantic League, so they go down from high A to low A, and they will be the Brewers' low A affiliate. So a couple of things here. The Mudcats are owned by the Milwaukee Brewers, which means that they had a choice in regards to whether or not they wanted to find a new low A team or stay with Wisconsin, who makes all the sense in the world, being in Appleton just about an hour and 30 minutes north of Milwaukee and have Carolina move into a low A league. They chose that option so they could keep the team that they own and keep the team that they have a great relationship with. The Nashville Sounds were previously the AAA affiliate of the Texas Rangers. However, the Brewers were forced to realign with the Sounds because the Rangers ended up taking the affiliation in Round Rock, Texas, vacated by the Astros. Now, why did the Brewers have to leave San Antonio? The reason being is that the San Antonio Missions, who were the AA affiliate of the San Diego Padres, until 2019 when they became the AAA affiliate of the Milwaukee Brewers have been forced to go back to the AA Texas League. So the San Antonio Missions are once again a AA team, meaning the Brewers have to find a AAA team, and they did so in the Nashville Sounds. The New York Yankees are the next team on our list. Their AAA will be the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, where they have been for many years. Their new AA team, the Somerset Patriots, previously of the Atlantic League. Their new high-A team, the Hudson Valley Renegades, previously of the short-season New York Penn League. Their low-A team is the Tampa Tarpons, who were their previous high-A affiliate in the Florida State League. They are now a low-A team in the Florida State League. So the Yankees... Boot out the Trenton Thunder. We knew that a while ago. They bring in the Somerset Patriots in the Eastern League, or rather they will join the Eastern League as they were a part of the Atlantic League. The Hudson Valley Renegades will become a part of the new Mid-Atlantic League. The Tampa Tarpons will stay in the Florida State League.
Also worth noting that Trenton Thunder are a part of the new MLB Draft League, a collegiate woodbat league that features four former members of the New York Penn League, that being the West Virginia Black Bears, the Mahoning Valley Scrappers, the State College Spikes, and the Williamsport Crosscutters. They also have the formerly high-A affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles, the Frederick Keys, so that is the six-team MLB Draft League. Now to the New York Mets. Their AAA affiliate will remain in Syracuse, New York. Their AA affiliate remains in Binghamton, New York. Their high-A affiliate in the new Mid-Atlantic League is the Brooklyn Cyclones, previously their short-season affiliate in the New York Penn League, and their low-A affiliate will be the St. Lucie Mets, who are in the Florida State League. So, everything here is pretty much expected. The Brooklyn Cyclones replace the St. Lucie Mets as the high-A affiliate, and the St. Lucie Mets replace the Columbia Fireflies as the low-A affiliate. To the Oakland A's now. Their AAA and their AA remain the same. The Las Vegas Aviators at AAA, the Midland Rockhounds at AA. Their new high-A affiliate is the Lansing Lugnuts of the Midwest League. Their new low-A affiliate is the Stockton Ports, who were previously the A's high-A affiliate in the California League, but the California League now a low-A league. The Lansing Lugnuts leave the Toronto Blue Jays because the Blue Jays decided to affiliate with another team. We'll get to that in just a moment, but the Lansing Lugnuts go to high-A, and they move from becoming a Blue Jays affiliate to being an A's affiliate, and the A's out of Beloit, Wisconsin... They were in the Midwest League. They just changed Midwest League affiliates, even with that league going to high A. So the A's are now in Lansing, Michigan. The Philadelphia Phillies. They will be affiliated with the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs at AAA, which they were with previously. The Reading Fightin' Phils, who were their AA affiliate. The Jersey Shore Blue Claws, previously the Lakewood Blue Claws, They go from being in the low-A South Atlantic League to the high-A Mid-Atlantic League, and the Clearwater Threshers go from being the high-A affiliate to the low-A affiliate as they are in the Florida State League. Makes a lot of sense to me as to why you would move into the high-A Mid-Atlantic League if you are the Lakewood now being called Jersey Shore Blue Claws because geographically, it's a lot closer to Philadelphia, it's a lot closer to Reading, Pennsylvania, your AA affiliate, and to Lehigh Valley, your AAA affiliate. So I think this is an absolute win for the Philadelphia Phillies. Now the Pittsburgh Pirates. Everything stays pretty much the same except for what levels your teams are going to be at. AAA, the Indianapolis Indians, stays the same. AA, Altoona Curve, stays the same. High A's, the Greensboro Grasshoppers, they were previously the low A affiliate in the South Atlantic League. Their new low A affiliate is the Bradenton Marauders, who were previously their high A affiliate. So the Greensboro Grasshoppers move up from the South Atlantic League into the Mid-Atlantic League. Everything seems pretty standard bill of fare here with the Pirates. Now we move to the San Diego Padres, and this looks very similar to what you would see on an affiliation map Back in 2018, AAA remains in El Paso. AA goes back to San Antonio. So the San Antonio missions return from AAA to AA, and they return to the team that they were affiliated with when they were last in the Texas League, the San Diego Padres. High A, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, previously the low A affiliate in the Midwest League, and the low A affiliate is the Lake Elsinore Storm, who were previously the high A affiliate 
of the Padres in the California League. So that just flip-flops. This also seems like pretty standard bill of fare. Although one reason I believe that the San Antonio team returned to A is that they were not able to get any guarantees on building a new ballpark in downtown San Antonio. Wolf Stadium, I believe that's what it's called, is not a standard AAA facility. It more suits AA, and that's the reason why San Antonio is back in AA. We go now to the San Francisco Giants. Their AAA remains in Sacramento. Their AA remains in Richmond, Virginia. Their new high-A team is in Eugene, Oregon in the Northwest League, and their low-A is in San Jose, California. Their previous high-A team, the San Jose Giants, now moves to a low-A team, and the Eugene Emeralds, who were previously the short-season affiliate of the Cubs, they now move to being the high-A affiliate of the San Francisco Giants. Now, the Giants don't keep the Augusta Green Jackets because the Green Jackets were going to stay in the South Atlantic League regardless, and the Giants own the San Jose Giants. It's also a whole heck of a lot closer to get from spring training to San Jose than it is to get from Arizona to Augusta, Georgia, all the way across the country, so this move makes sense for the Giants. The previous Northwest League affiliate of the San Francisco Giants, when it was a short-season league, the Salem-Kaiser Volcanoes, have been contracted out of minor league baseball, and their future looks murky at best. We now move to the Seattle Mariners. Everything stays pretty much the same, the Tacoma Rainiers are the AAA affiliate, the Arkansas Travelers the AA affiliate, that's how it was before. The Everett Aqua Sox of the Northwest League are the new High A affiliate, they were previously the Mariners short season affiliate in that league. The Modesto Nuts, the previous High A affiliate, moved to being the new Low A affiliate in the California League. The Nuts are owned by the Mariners, the Mariners previous Low A affiliate, the West Virginia Power they have been contracted out of affiliated baseball. Feel for everybody in Charleston, West Virginia. Will be intriguing to see the future of that organization. But the Mariners, this was pretty much expected. Same goes with the St. Louis Cardinals. AAA remains in Memphis. AA remains in Springfield. High A goes to Peoria. Low A is Palm Beach. Palm Beach was previously High A. Peoria previously Low A. Affiliates all stay the same. The Tampa Bay Rays, this is where things get a little bit different. Double A and Triple A remain the same. Double A, the Montgomery Biscuits. Triple A, the Durham Bulls. High A is the Bowling Green Hot Rods, previously the low A affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays. But the Bowling Green Hot Rods now in the high A. Who knows what league they're going to be in? Some reports say they're going to stay in the Midwest League. Other reports say they're going to the new Mid-Atlantic League, which geographically does not make a whole hell of a lot of sense. The new low-A affiliate is the Charleston River Dogs. The River Dogs were previously the low-A affiliate of the New York Yankees, but the Yankees keep their low-A affiliate in Florida, which means that Charleston opens up. So the River Dogs stay in the South Atlantic League and are now an affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays. So the team that gets pushed out in this scenario is the Port Charlotte Stone Crabs of the Florida State League. I can't say that I know much about Port Charlotte other than they were the high A affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays for as long as I've been following minor league baseball. So that was the one other Florida State League team besides the Florida Fire Frogs that got the axe. Everybody knew that the Fire Frogs without a home were going to get axed. It was just a matter of who the other team was. 
A lot of people thought that it was going to be the Daytona Tortugas because of their facilities issues. They stay with the Cincinnati Reds and stay in affiliated baseball. Meanwhile, the Port Charlotte Stone Crabs, they are out of minor league baseball. Just a couple more to go. The Texas Rangers now up to bat. AAA, they return to the Round Rock Express where they were until the end of the 2018 season. The Astros moved into Round Rock for 2019, and the Rangers moved to Nashville. However, with the Astros purchasing the Sugarland Skeeters, the Rangers move back from Nashville and go to Round Rock where they were previously. AA, they remain with the Frisco Rough Riders. High A and Low A flip-flop. The Hickory Crawdads, previously in low A, will now go to high A and become a part of the Mid-Atlantic League. The Down East Wood Ducks, who were previously in the high A Carolina League. The Kinston North Carolina team goes into the low A South Atlantic League. Now, a lot of these Carolina League and South Atlantic League teams were geographically in the same footprint, so it doesn't really matter that much. It's just a matter of what team is at what level. The Toronto Blue Jays. Their AAA remains in Buffalo. The AA affiliate remains in New Hampshire. The new high A affiliate is going to be the Vancouver Canadians of the Northwest League. Previously, the short season affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays. They now become the high A affiliate. And the Dunedin Blue Jays, previously the high A affiliate, become the new low A affiliate. The only thing that stands out to me here is that the Blue Jays valued having a team in Canada more than they did travel. Because now if you get promoted from low A to high A, you go from Florida to Northwest Canada as opposed from going to Florida to Lansing, Michigan. A whole heck of a lot shorter. Oh, and by the way, high A to double A is Canada in the Northwest section to New Hampshire. So you're basically flying cross country. For the sake of argument, let's just say that the Blue Jays wanted to stay in Canada in any way possible. And our final team, the Washington Nationals, their new AAA affiliate, the Rochester Red Wings, their previous AAA was the Fresno Grizzlies, their AA affiliate remains the Harrisburg Senators, their new high A affiliate is the Wilmington Blue Rocks, who move into the Mid-Atlantic League, and their new low A affiliate is the Fredericksburg Nationals, who were previously also in the Carolina League. Fredericksburg was affiliated as the Nationals' high-A team. They moved to being the Nationals' low-A team. Wilmington becomes the Nationals' high-A team. This was interesting because I thought with a brand-new ballpark, if you had to flip one of them, Fredericksburg would end up staying as a high-A affiliate and Wilmington would go to a low-A affiliate or they would find a different affiliate and keep both teams as high-A affiliates. Most notably, I figured you would have had the Asheville Tourists end up going back to low-A and affiliating with the Nationals there, and then having Wilmington find another high-A parent club and Fredericksburg remain as the high-A of the Nationals. But geographically, it's all pretty darn close. Wilmington and Fredericksburg are not that far away. You have to go through D.C. in order to get there. Wilmington, the home of President-elect Joe Biden, amongst other things. The team that gets left out in this scenario is the Hagerstown Suns, the previous low-A affiliate of the Washington Nationals. Understandably why, geographically, they were not well-positioned. Their stadium was run down. They did not have very good fan support. Unfortunate for the people that did support the Hagerstown Suns, but understandable why they were one of the affiliates that were left out in this situation. 
So taking a quick look at the leagues, or at least how we guess the leagues are going to be structured, AAA, I don't know how they are going to structure the leagues yet. I imagine what was the PCL is going to end up growing because none of the AAA teams that were lost came from the International League. The AAA teams that were lost were San Antonio, PCL, Wichita, PCL, Fresno, PCL as well. So a lot of intrigue on that front. I'll be curious to see when those leagues end up coming out. Double A, the Southern League will shrink by two after losing Jacksonville to Triple A and Jackson to Contraction. The Texas League will grow by two with Wichita and San Antonio. The High A Northwest League will be six teams, which will be Eugene, Hillsboro, Spokane, Everett, Tri-Cities, and Vancouver. The High A Midwest League is going to end up having to drop to 12 teams. Whether or not it's Bowling Green or Lake County that departs remains to be seen, but one of those two teams is going to the, oh God, this is going to be a really difficult travel scenario, Mid-Atlantic League. The Mid-Atlantic League, as it is currently structured, is going to look like this. This is from J.J. Cooper of Baseball America. He is convinced that the Bowling Green Hot Rods and not the Lake County Captains are going to go from the Midwest League to the Mid-Atlantic League. So here is how he has the divisions structured at this point. Your seven-team Southern Division, Asheville, North Carolina, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Greensboro, North Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, Hickory, North Carolina, Rome, Georgia, and Winston-Salem, North Carolina. The five-team Northern Division is going to be Aberdeen, Maryland, Brooklyn, New York, Hudson Valley, New York, Jersey Shore, New Jersey, and Wilmington, Delaware. It makes no sense why you would have a team in the Rome Braves travel 918 miles to Fishkill, New York to play the Hudson Valley Renegades. Yes, those two teams in a league where they don't fly people are going to be in the same league. It does not make a whole lot of sense to me. But again, I'm not the guy that's making decisions. Travel-wise, it just looks like an absolute nightmare. Your low-A South Atlantic League also looks like a complete cluster at this point with a lot of teams I'm imagining going to have to flip-flop, and I'm sure that some of these affiliations might not be completely finished yet. Again, these are invitations that get extended, not guaranteed alignments with these teams, but... I don't even want to go through the South Atlantic League because that league is huge. The Low-A Florida State League and the Low-A California League will have eight teams each. With the only new team being added to each of those leagues being the Fresno Grizzlies going from AAA to Low-A. And that's going to do it for this edition of MLB Morning Coffee, a production of the Ocean Avenue Studios. On tomorrow's episode, we will talk Major League Baseball stuff. But it was a big day for minor league baseball, and I felt like I had to do this episode because it was appropriate given the timing. If you have any questions on the minor league alignment, email me at greg.maraz at yahoo.com. That's G-R-E-G dot M-R-O-Z at yahoo.com. I will do my best to explain these scenarios to the best of my ability. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll catch you tomorrow morning.